See this? This is my boomstick. Damn, Jim, what the hell's the matter with you? Well, baby, he's so horny. He's so horny. I'm funny how? Are you funny like I'm a clown? I amuse you? Don't, don't, don't. I make you laugh? I'm here to fucking amuse you? What do you oh, mean, no, funny? No, no, yes. Let's just pray I have the energy to get myself this another beer. This needs an enema. My mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. I still you never know what you're going to get. You have failed me for the last time. Wrong, sir. Wrong. I was saying balloons. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. All right, all right. It's your man Mao again, reporting in from South Korea. Um, let's see. It's uh, April, Sunday the 3rd. So, yay for that. <clears throat> you can tell uh, it's pretty early in the morning because my throat is so scratchy and deep. Uh, that's not enough coffee. So basically, uh, I figured I would do a show. Um, you know, we're kind of going on an every other uh, every other week or every other show uh, schedule here with just a solo show by me or uh, or uh, with the dorks. <clears throat> we were gonna try and do a call in with Skype today, but basically um, everyone's off. You know, man with no name is on his super luxury exotic cruise, and uh, of course, Promi is in Dorkland being all creamy over the techno stuff, so yay for that, um, <clears throat> and I'm here in Seoul, so, or not Seoul, duh, I'm here in Daejeon, South Korea, so needless to say, we're not in the same room together, uh, yeah, last week, uh, it's a pretty interesting week, pretty good week, you know, last week, um, I had talk, I think, I Last time we talked, I was uh, planning on going to Seoul, and uh, I did take a trip into Seoul. That was awesome. I ended up uh, picking up an electric guitar, <clears throat> which is part of the reason I went there. Um, there's a place called Nangang, N-A-N-G-A-N, Nangang, I don't know. I'm still having some trouble with uh, pronunciation. Like, I can see the letters, but I know they say them totally different. Not not totally different, but you know what I mean, like the the intonation. So it's pretty impossible to not sound like a re, like a, a an idiot when you're saying these words, because you know they, they they understand you're trying, and no one's mean about it. You know, I mean, well, and if they are, who knows? I I, I can't tell because they're uh, I don't understand the language, so they could be calling me a moron right to my face, and I just nod like an idiot and smile and say. Huh. Uh, you know, comes home to me. Thank you, uh, and that's it. And then I leave. Long story short, so I got up. I didn't know, like, of course, every time you do something for the first time, in, in when you're in a foreign language or a foreign language, when you're in a foreign country, it's always kind of like a real crapshoot if you're gonna make it. Yeah, I mean, you're probably gonna make it, but shenanigans will ensue, is what I'm saying. So, you know, I was like, oh shit. A uh, co-teacher helped me buy the tickets online for the train. <clears throat> so I had my tickets, right? Uh, uh, okay, I'm going and I'm coming back. I, ha <laughs> I have these things, so yay for that. Um, so I 
but and and from where I live, see, I live like on a kind of like an outskirts of Daejeon. Daejeon's a pretty big city, uh, and I'm on I'm in like just some you know, whatever, little town. It's not it's not little, but you know what I mean. So I have to catch a tr- a, a a bus to go a bus to the train station train to Seoul. So basically, um, you know, I buy my ticket and it's really cheap. I mean, I th- there's a fast train and a slow train. I took the slow train because it was like nine dollars. It wasn't even nine dollars. Um, equivalent, you know. They so so I bought the tickets and uh, so I was like, okay. And I took one of the earliest, not the earliest train, but the second earliest. Figure I'd get up there, you know. So I don't know what time. I have to take the number two bus. Uh, there's blue buses and red buses. Red buses are... I don't know what their difference is, really. I think the red buses are like a, a wider circle, or like they go further. I don't know. Whatever. All I know is there's a lot of blue buses and then like a few red buses. So I had to take the number two red bus into Daejeon to, to, to uh, Shintanjin uh, Station. Okay, problem number two is I don't know what time those start running. I assume they start running early, but you can assume a lot of things, and guess what? You're out in the cold. So, I wake up uh, like five, five or five fifteen, some shit like that, like really early, you know. And I get in the shower, and at this point, I'm just gonna go stand at the station or at the at the bus stop and just stand there until buses come, and hope, you know. I don't know. So, <clears throat> I get up, I get dressed and all that crap, and I get to the bus station, bus stop, and I see, okay, first good sign, there's a couple people. So, yay. At least there will be some civilization, you know, at some point. So, I'm going, I'm standing there and standing there and standing there, and then, and then I see it, and I was like, oh, sweet, you know. And, and the bus came at like 5.45 is when the red number two came. So, I was like, oh, my God, you know. And I thought it would take like 20 to 30 minutes but at 5.45 in the morning, there ain't no traffic. It took like, I don't want to say 10 or 12 minutes. I was there in like no time. So, I kind of just, I don't know where I'm going, but everyone else is, is getting off there. and every, So, I'm just following the crowd. I'm assuming, a lot of times, if you're going to a big destination, just follow the crowd. That's where they're going, you know. I mean, worst case is they're not going to the same place, and you cut your losses, and, and then, like, then start looking, but almost always, everyone else is going to the same place you are, so, and they were, so, okay, yay, there's Shintanjin state, uh, train station, so I, I run up, you know, um, I go up to the stairs, and it's, like, early, so I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, well, I guess I'll just, so I don't, I didn't know, but those tickets that were printed out from the internet were my tickets, so I walked up to this teller, I, I assume, a lot of times in America, you know, you, you, you get something online, and then when you get there, you show you you show it to somebody, and they say, "Oh, okay, here's your here's your real ticket." Like you know, you can throw the fake one away. Well, the lady looks at me and, and kind of points, and she well, she says a lot of stuff, and I'm like, I just do my I'm dumb shrug, and I and and say something in English, so they go, "Oh, okay, he's he he doesn't know what the hell I'm saying." She just points at the clock, and I was like, "Yeah, I know I'm early," and she and she said, and. Long story short is I was so early I could take the first one, the first train. So I said yes. I just I just said yes, and she printed out the ticket and said go. And I said okay, and, I'm, and I went. So I got on the train, and that was a pretty uh, 
I, I hadn't had a lot of exposure with trains and subways and buses. I mean, of course I know what a bus is, you know, and a train. I know what they are. I just have never taken them a lot. So, you know, I, um, I've been getting a lot of that, you know. The mystique of the bus has worn off already uh, because it's, they're always packed and you're always standing, you know. Uh, and, um, but the train was cool, you know. I got to Seoul and, um, is nice, is big. It is a very cool place, you know. So I saw two, two palaces. And then back to the original thing. The reason I was going there is because I heard there was this big thing called Nan, Nanwan Arcade or Nangook. No, Nanwan Arcade. So I, uh, that's where, like, this whole district is nothing but instruments. So I was like, oh, I'm going there. Like, just shops, you know. Uh, I thought of my, my, our good friend Houston, because uh, he's a, a guitar aficionado. And, uh, well, and, and, and by that I mean he, he plays guitar well. So, anyway, I go up and I get, I find this place and it, it is all, it is insane. It's so awesome. I mean, I literally could probably spend like a weekend there just going shop to shop to shop and they're just slammed. Like there was a three story, there was like a five story building, but three of them were the, three of them were shops and then the other two were, I don't know what the hell they were. Nothing but just guitars and pianos and just music stuff everywhere. There is there was a shop. I took a picture of it. I, I, maybe I'll try and upload it for the show, or for you know for a thing. It's nothing but cables, like you know, like the XLR cables for mics and for guitars and shit. There's so many cables and ends there, like you know the ends that you can make custom cables. It was just bins and bins and bins, and the cables were like on the shelves and hung up so thickly it looked like a freaking like jungle. I was like, oh my god, you know. So I couldn't believe it. So long story short, is I ended up picking up a nice uh, court uh, electric guitar. It was for the money. It was good. Um, I would. I'm. I'm saving up for like a Japanese Fender, which is expensive. I mean, it's gonna be. It's gonna be really expensive. But I'm a big Fender um, fan, and I kind of, one of my goals was to save money and save money and save money to be able to bring home uh, a Japanese Fender uh, as something that would be kind of special for my time here in Asia, you know, um, whatever. I mean, I'll play it. It's not like I'm going to have it in glass, but, but it, you know, it, it, uh, there's one specific model. But of course, I I don't have the money for it now. I mean, so I was I my my intention was to go up there, find a decent guitar, bring it home, so I could play every day. You know, when you're a stranger in a strange land, you have a lot of downtime, and not not downtime like I mean I I'm working. Trust me, I'm working harder, um, with these lesson plans and teaching than I ever did at my other job. Not to say I I was I didn't slack off at my other job, contrary to popular belief. But you're so good at something, it just is easy, you know? And nothing's easy right now, so I'm working my ass off. But anyway, downtime meaning, okay, you're done with your with your work, you have to wind down, you know, you could either sit there watching TV that you don't understand, or just, I don't know, you know, nothing. What are you going to do, play video games? I have, like, a lot of stuff I brought with me, movies, games, video games, you know, but something constructive. So I, I wanted to pick up a guitar to, to better 
learn chords, learn, uh, you know, practice scales and stuff like that. So, you know, believe it or not, I actually aspire to be in a, a band at some point. I, I'd love to get up on stage. I'm an idiot. I love standing up in front of people and being an idiot. So, <laughs> you know, it's a marriage made in heaven. So I wanted to get this uh, a guitar. So I'm walking around and, of course, you know, shop after shop and they're, you, you kind of... Like, I kind of went into, like, like overwhelm shock, you know what I mean? Like, if you expect to see a few guitars and you have your choice and then you, 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 you know, you buy one. When you're staring at building after building of guitars everywhere, you, your brain, it's like when you walk into, like, a Costco. You, know, you ever notice, like, you go into a Costco and you're like, oh, I'm here for, you know, whatever, three things. By the second aisle, you're kind of so overwhelmed, you don't even remember those three things anymore. You're just kind of staring at pallets of, like, saltines and, you know, shit like that. And you're like, yeah, I sure could use a 55-gallon drum of syrup. It's only $9. You know, you, you lose your perspective. So I was going around, and I was, like, looking at guitars and looking at guitars and, and, and asking, you know, when one jumped out at me, I'd say, you know, how much, and blah, blah, blah. So... <clears throat> There was two that was really in in my price range and also n nice. There was one made by this company called Trojan, not the rubbers, the other thing, you know, just just Trojan. It's a Les Paul style, and it and it the way they built it, it looks like it's made of like plywood, and they have like patinaed metal. So it looks like a Les Paul that got stripped and sat out in the sun in the desert for like a year. You know, it's it's a really cool guitar. I mean, it looks when you look at it, you're like, wow, that is really unique. You know, and and even the logo isn't a lo the logo is just like burned into the headstock. It's not like a sticker. Everything looks like it just was made by some hobo and and, and like left in the sun. You know, for a year in Arizona. So. <clears throat> That one was neat, and I liked it a lot. And then I saw this court that was, like, flat. It, it's the same color as my truck, like that semi-gloss or, you know, it's almost flat black. And this court had um, pretty evil. You know, it's a pretty evil little guitar. It was, it's, it's light. It's fast. And what it has um, e EMG or EGM. What the hell? That's the right one. EMG pickups. Um, which are like a, a name brand, you know, the other, like they were the exact same price and the, like the court had better, you know, components. So I had to go with that one. I mean, I, yeah, I love the other one, but probably sound wise, I knew the other one was almost like a little bit gimmicky, not, not, not in a bad way, but kind of, you know, if you're going to plop down your money, you want to get the best you can. So I came home with a Court EVL-4Z, if you want to look it up or don't, I don't care. Nice little guitar, you know, of course, uh, what I did was I kind of, I went to the place and I went out and walked around a little bit more and thought. I didn't make my purchase when my brain was still in shock mode, you know, that's, I kind of removed myself from there, went to a palace, walked around a little bit, had some you know, went through these gigantic packed streets, and then at, you know, right before I, I left, I got a, I went there and settled the deal. You know, so it worked out good. It was like four hundred bucks, but 
you know, I got a bag and I got a, a cables and like they threw in a whole bunch of an Ernie Ball strap and everything. So it was, I was going there for it anyway. So I didn't mind plopping down four hundred. You know, <laughs> it was um, it worked out well. So I've been practicing and playing almost every day. Uh, it's something I've been well, I wanted to add into my downtime and I did. So, the Soul Trip was very fun, you know, I went, uh, I came home pretty late, but no problems, you know, jumped on the bus and came back home, it was great. <clears throat> uh, I did take some pictures, but not a whole lot, I'll have to see if I can upload them somewhere or something or whatever. Um, alright, I'm going to go to a music break, because when I come back I'll talk a little bit about the uh, interesting developments at my school. Um, not bad. Um, actually, it was a pretty good week, except for one class who were still acting like jerk-offs. Everything was pretty good. So, um, all right, here's a music break, and I'll be back in just a minute. Boring! Dad, we can't see the movie. I can't believe we're paying to see something we get on TV for free. If you ask me, everybody in this theater is a giant sucker, especially you!
I arrive in America's airport with clothing, US dollars, and a jar of gypsy tears to protect me from AIDS. All right, all right, I'm back. Thank you very much, Coffin Lids. Make sure you check them out online. Um, um, they uh, kick all kinds of ass. They want action, and, you know, so do I. All right. So I guess I'll jump into the uh, to the school uh, fiasco. So basically, I mean, I know a lot of people follow along on the blog uh, to to for my latest shenanigans. Uh, it's kind of been reading a little bit uh, negative, uh, but uh, I think that'll straighten out a little. You know, bear with me if you are reading it. It's uh, if you haven't read it yet. Please go check me out. It's uh, uh, Kimchi Agogo at WordPress.com. So K M C H I A G O G O dot or you know period WordPress.com. That's my uh, kind of like my travel blog or like online diary or whatever the hell you want to call it. It's um I, I okay. Basically, the classes are good. Um, I had, I think I did just explained this a little bit before. I, I came in with really high expectations, and that was dumb. So, the um, I lowered my expectations a little bit. I still expect them to work hard, you know, the students to work hard and, and listen and all that crap. But let's just say I don't expect them all to speak perfect English by the end of my stay here. Um, but all except for three classes. You know, right in the beginning, there were three classes that were kind of more jerk than good. Most, I'm a, every class has a few idiots, and and a few, you know, and then made up of like you know seventy percent is normal, just kids. And then there's you know there's there's a couple idiots, and then there's a couple people that are really low, re, like you know, they don't know shit about English, no matter what grade they are. And you know that's that's what that's. But there's there was three classes that really pushed it. They had their their the it was probably more like fifty 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 percent idiots fifty percent kids that want to learn. They were bad. They were all third le grade level because and oh I explained before I think but you know third grade is the same as ninth grade in, in in American talk. They just reset it. I don't know. It's middle first second and third instead of seventh eighth and ninth. You get the picture. First grade, they're all pretty good. You can kind of tell who's going to be an idiot, but they're too small and and too um, you know they're just they're there's still some innocence left in them. That'll get crushed out of them soon. But right now, I'm enjoying it. I don't think I think actually I've heard that first and second grade is is pretty good. So for the first semester, I teach first and third. Then the second semester, I teach first and second. So. Yay for second semester. But um, third grade, there was three classes that were bad. Then once I got a, uh, a one, I had a, a co-teacher come in, um, and that changed the second one. The second one kind of got back in the line once there was a strong co-teacher there. Um, so that led that left two bad classes. And and <clears throat> after. Last week, um, no, two weeks ago, I had the like the one class was just a terror. They were so bad, it was unbelievable. And I I actually kicked a whole bunch of the kids out 
and uh, it was just a nightmare. It was one of the worst things. It was they were they were so disrespectful. I told a co-teacher that in my life, if generally speaking, if anyone was that disrespectful to me, they if they woke up, it would be in a hospital. Probably should have guarded my words a little bit more, but it was the truth. I try to be a fun, nice guy, but um. Mm. So <clears throat> this class went really bad, and no co-teacher showed up, which is why it went. I mean, that's why it went so bad. They, whether it's personal or not, the co the co-teacher kind of dictates how these kids, um, to a certain degree, how they how much they listen and pay attention. Good, bad, or ind or whatever, however you want to say it. I mean, it sucks for me because that kind of means that they don't respect me at all. But I guess you know everyone says you can't think of it like that. It's not that's not they're not you, you know, or they're not you know they're not directly trying to disrespect you. And I was like, well, that's how I'm taking it. So basically, after this one class, I said, you know, this is the third week they've been bad. I'm done. And they kind of looked at me, and I was like, no, I'm not teaching them anymore. I said, they, this class and that other bad class, they can get out and never come back here again. You know, they were so bad. I was like, I'm wasting my time and I'm not going to anymore and tell the class they can go kiss ass. They can go, they can go, you know, go somewhere else. They're not coming here anymore. This created quite the stir. I'm not sure, um, Sorry for the pause. I had to drink some coffee. <clears throat> I'm not sure if that has never been done before, where a co or where a teacher just said, "Hey, you know what? You're so bad. I'm not wasting my time and goodbye." Um, cause wow, the repercussions were quite substantial. Not for me, for this class. <clears throat> so I'm gonna rewind a little bit. I said, "Listen, I wanna I wanna sit in on another class." <clears throat> I want to sit in on a uh, on a Korean teacher's class. I want to see what these kids act like normally. So I sat in, and I I mean I was the fly on the wall. I just was in the back, real quiet. And these kids were well behaved to for the most part, not perfect, but you know they're freaking kids. And it even made me angrier. <laughs> and, the, and the teacher that let me sit in was like, why are you getting even angrier? I was like, because this points out even more disrespectful how they are to me. And, you know, how they're the exact opposite. Well, long story short, um, well, not short because I'm going to keep talking about it. But I guess what happened <clears throat> was because of my rage at this class and because of some of the things I said, this class, the, the homeroom teacher... and homeroom uh is more substantial in asian schools like like the homeroom teacher is the one that like they spend more time in homeroom and the homeroom teacher is the one that like delivers punishment or 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 talks to parents i mean here the homeroom teacher kind of holds power where i think in our schools back home homeroom teachers were just they counted your heads and said yep they're still alive all their hands are there and their all their fingers and toes are attached go, you know, so, <clears throat> this homeroom teacher, from what I understand, yelled at them, and made them kneel on their wooden desks, like, cl climb up on their wooden desks and kneel, 
in complete silence without moving for an hour and a half. And then after that, I guess the, the co-teacher that um, came in with me, I call her Powerful Park because her name is Miss Park. But wow, she kind of, she's a teacher that when I have a, co when I have a class with her, I, I love it because I don't know what, she, 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 she just like, the kids are like, not scared of her, but yeah, scared of her because she doesn't even raise her voice and they, and they are like, oh shit, you know. So, so I guess Powerful Park um, screamed at them and yelled at them more after that. This is this is out of my class. This is in their classes, you know. So <clears throat> I'm dreading this freaking class. Yeah, all week I'm kind of like, man, what am I gonna even do? I I don't I, at this point I don't even know if I'm going to teach them. I'm sorry. I was like I'm still just on the fence about saying go go screw yourself, you dumb bastards. Well, it turned, you know, they and, and then my the other co-teacher was like, just give them a chance. I was like, okay, but I swear they're on thin ice. I mean, I'm not usually one, if usually if I say something, I mean it, you know. So, this class comes in and they're very, I, I, they're very guarded. You know, they're, they're quiet, they're quieter and hello teacher and that kind of shit. And, and I'm trying to choke back the rage but for people that know me, generally you can, you, I kind of wear my heart on my sleeve. You can tell when I'm pissed off or, or when I have, you know, my eyes kind of show it. And I couldn't even hardly look at them because I was so angry. I mean, I really would have just started swinging on all of them, I think. But there was no reason to. This is me, you know, bringing anger from a week ago, you know. So I, the co-teacher shows up and basically, uh, you know, she takes the microphone because there's a microphone if you want, and she proceeds to just—I don't know what she's saying, but it's in Korean. And I think she just lays into them for another ten minutes. And you know, after that, I just—I was gonna—I was gonna read them the riot act, but I'm like, what's the point? So basically, I just kind of—I um, just said, I even said I was gonna—I was gonna, you know, have a speech, but what's the point? Those who understand English understood that I was already so, you know, disgusted with them that there was no, I felt it would be a waste of time to even counsel them. So one more jab, you know, and I proceed to just have a, have a class. And as, as I'm going along, I just, my, um, you know, my rage subsides a little bit and I just let it go. But to be honest, they were great that day. So hopefully that's all it took. Um, which just leaves one. I have a Monday class, uh, again, third graders. They're shit, you know. We're the co the, the, it's a different co-teacher in that one, but she thinks, she's thinking about just yanking the bad ones out and, and um, yanking the bad ones and putting them into a separate class that she'll teach. I'm a little bit worried about that strategy because that means I have no co-teacher. A native co-teacher is very important in that most of the time the students are sitting there and they hear blah, 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 English, blah, 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 movie, blah, 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 music, whatever, like, they, they know, like, you know, 20% of the words I'm saying. And no matter how slow I try and talk, I even, I talk fast, you know, normally. I, I mean, I'm slowing, I slow 
talk slower on the podcast because uh, I'm talking to you guys and I want you to like, hear me. And and I try to speak even slower for the class, but I can't. I mean, I can't talk really slow, you know. So we'll see. Bottom line is, I mean, I'm down to there's down to one class that hasn't you know tasted the venom yet, and they're gonna. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring the hammer of hell on them soon. You know, I'm not one to really put up with a whole t- bunch of shit, and it's been three weeks, so you know. Time to get smashed. I did smash them the one day, and they still didn't learn. I'm like, Jesus Christ, you morons. But they weren't as bad as that first one. I mean, they're just a bunch of dicks. It's, it, it, it boils down to how many kids think they're cool. I mean, it's always the boys. Oh, no, that's not always the boys. I should. That's not correct. It's usually mostly the boys and a couple girls that think they're too cool. And then they say, oh, I'm going to be a dickhead. So... All right, enough of this bullshit. Uh, one of the funny things I don't know. I know, um, you know, uh, one of our all, one of our uh, on-air talents that used to, that doesn't hasn't been with us for a long time. He used to. Uh, we used to watch uh, <clears throat> what the hell was a Homestar Runner? It was like a website uh, with uh, strong bads emails. Uh, if anyone knows what I'm talking about, um, it's kind of an older site, I don't, I don't, I'm sure they do new stuff still, but I haven't been there for a long time, long, so th- this week I had the first graders, like, create a wild animal, and then next week they're going to do show and tell with these animals, well, one of the slides I put in was, <laughs> the freaking, was from Strong Bad's emails, the, the Trogdor, the Burninator, which was the stupid, like, this goofy dragon he drew, it was really funny. So, believe it or not, the kids in South Korea have been exposed to Trogdor, the Burninator. I played the uh, email for them, which is a video, like a Flash video. It was really funny. So, that's awesome. And, uh, so, I'm trying to think what else happened this week. It's kind of a, it's been two weeks. I don't know, I'm I'm probably going to go join a gym today, um, I was, uh, I, I could use the gym at the school, but let's just say I didn't, I was very uncomfortable there. Um, this gym was created only for um, the s- squat thrust, where they put the weights up and then they then they, they, they do the clean and clean press, you know. I don't know, these aren't the right words, but I, I hope everyone understands. Apparently the school holds has athletes that are, like, they compete nationally. You know, they're, like, probably going to try to go for the Olympics, you know, in their future. So this is like, that's what they do. So the, the teacher's like, oh, if you like to lift weights, come here. Well, I went there one time. I did talk about this because I was talking about like, oh, yeah, you know, like the girl would run over and help me. And I'm like, oh, my God, just leave me alone. Like, I don't, my when I go to the gym, that's like my time to, I don't want interaction. I don't want to talk. This isn't a social thing. I just want to be left the hell alone, you know what I mean, and I felt very uncomfortable, so I was like, I'm going to just go find another, find a, a gym, you know, so there's this one, there's one big department store in this area, in this small area, you know, if I go, when I take a bus into Daejeon, there's freaking course shops, it's a city, and there's shops everywhere, so I, it, it, it feels like I'm always walking to this freaking um, latte mart, it's it's just like 
I must go there like four times a week, and it, it's just I'm like, oh my god! I and now the the gym I'm joining is in that is in that store, so I'm gonna be there all the freaking time. I swear, if kids watch me, they're probably like, oh yeah, he he must like love Latte Mart, you know. And that's the other thing that's kind of it's a mixed blessing. I mean, on a usually I I take it for what it is, and I and it makes me kind of smile or happy. I'm the only you know. Not the only foreigner, but let's just say there is not a whole bunch of uh, white folk walking around here. So, um, of course, the kids see me on the street. They yell or, hi, hi, teacher, you know, or they come running over. And it's kind of cool, you know, because they just want to say hi. It's not like a mean thing or they're not being dicks. Even a couple of the dick kids that see me on the street say hi or wave, you know. So I don't know what's going on with that, but I, I you know, whatever. It's but it's kind of cool. So they always see me like anytime there's kids out, they're my students. You know, you're walking around. There's not a whole bunch of kids that I don't teach here. So, so let's just say every time I'm going to the to the latte mart, I'm seeing kids and they're seeing me. So it's like, oh, latte mart, yep. Yeah. They must think I love the latte mart. You know. But whatever. I mean, I try to really have fun. One thing I discovered this week with the lesson plans, I started making up these work worksheets where kids have to try to hear the words in the music videos, and I play the music videos. And that... I'm going to probably start doing that every week, because I'll tell you what. These damn... Even bad kids... When the music videos are playing, they shut up. I mean, at the very least, it's a it's the most effective crowd control I've ever seen. Turn on the music video. If they want to try to write the words, and they do. If they don't, and they want to be jerks, they just sit there. But they're just sitting there. So I think that's going to become a staple of my <laughs> my teaching. The cornerstone of my teaching is going to be you know music videos. So this week I did um. Okay, the, 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 I did it for third grade, and this week their book was uh, a chapter called Cupid's Arrow, you know, so yay. So I did Love as the theme for the music videos. I did two music videos. I did um, All You Need Is Love by the Beatles, which is, the Beatles are kind of like real simple words, real simple to hear. So I said, okay, and, and, and then I ratcheted it up on the second side. I On the first side I put the, the Beatles, and they had like seven words that they had to write in, you know. Listen and put them in. On the other side, I put in um, <clears throat> the uh, Where's the Love by the Black Eyed Peas. So I said, okay, if you guys think you're really good, uh, good luck with this one because, you know, the, they, they, they they sing really fast. So it was, uh, it was a very good uh, mixture. I, and, and, and again, when you, when you push play and, they, and they're listening, they're just quiet. So I really think I'm going to just start using a lot more multimedia and stuff in, in the classroom, you know. So, you know, we'll see. But I'm going to go to music break, and it's probably going to be a shorter show. I mean, I am uh, i don't think there's any way I'm going to talk for another 20 minutes, but you never know. Maybe this next cup of coffee will wake me up a little bit. All right, uh, I'll be back in a minute. What the deuce are you staring at? It's tuna fish. And nothing else. 
light. Growing dimmer. Can't breathe. Beam me up, God. Alright, and I'm back. Man. I love Mika Bomb. Make sure you check them out online. I'm not even sure. I gotta say, I have since I've traveled, I haven't even checked up with on them. I'll have to see if make sure they're okay, doing well. Um you know. I know that the tsunami and earthquake uh, has kind of, like I had talked to about before, has touched all of us. And uh, I know they, of course, Mika Bomb has a lot of, um, I think, family and friends back home. I'll, have, I'll send them an email. Uh, hopefully, they're, everyone's okay. You know, uh, The 5678s uh, emailed, they're all doing well, um, which was great news. I don't know, everyone knows that's my favorite band in the entire universe. It has been for many, many years. So, uh, I was relieved when they emailed and said they're all safe and sound. Um, it's kind of cool because they're, I, they're, they're, they're not above, you know, like, like emailing and stuff like that. Like we, like we email every now and then they, Sometimes they'll use like stuff I send them on their website and shit. So it's it's nice that you know. I guess whatever. I'm trying to say like they're not so big that they don't care about fans anymore, <laughs> which seems to happen, you know. And it's not that they wouldn't that bands. I'm sure most bands don't not care about their fans. It's just you know if Slipknot receives 25 million emails, you're not a day. You're not going to get a response. Five, six, seven, eights get five or one or me. Well, chances are they'll probably email unless they think you're crazy. Moving on. So I have to check with Mika Bomb, make sure they're okay. Uh, please give them, a, you know, look them up online or uh, send them an email. Let them know that their music is awesome. Um, I got the only thing, other thing I'm going to talk about is. Uh, the male here. <laughs> I'm not sure that there is like mailmen. I actually think that it. They just. I think hobos get an apple a day for just going and pi getting piles of mail and randomly throwing it at places because, uh, wow, it's a mess. Um, there's mail, like, on the street. I found one letter, like, on the doorstep, like, into the apartment. I don't know. Like, it's not, you know how, like, in a, like, well, maybe you don't know if you're not in a different country, but, like, in America, it's kind of a big deal. Like, it's a federal offense to open up a mailbox and blah, blah, blah. They make it sound really weighty and scary if you dare challenge the mighty postman. Uh, I don't think that's the way it is here. Um, I know a package got mailed from uh, from America to, to me, and I have not seen it yet. It, I'm kind of assuming it's, like, gone forever. I hope not, because I need it, but, yeah. Um, hmm. I have stuff sent to my school instead of to me. I there's like just there's three bins like that are on the wall 
like floor one, floor two, and floor three, and mail is just kind of stuffed there. I don't. The hobo that delivers the mail, or the the magic elf, or whatever, brings mail to places, just kind of shoves it into whatever it feels like, and then off it goes off on the rainbow. You know, it's like wow. I I, I was I was uh, pretty drunk on Friday. I, I rearranged the mail. Like I I went I was coming back and I was like I'm fixing this. So like I like put one, two, and three because it bothers me so much. I'm a so be thankful. I was very critical of the post office um, when I lived at, in America because um, you know stuff would once I think once something got lost and then and uh, something and one thing I had ordered arrived dented. But let me tell you, um, I'm not critical of them anymore. <laughs> in fact, I revere their greatness and how they actually deliver the mail. So, you know, that is something. The um, the other thing that, that's, I, at first I thought it was weird, and now I think it's the greatest thing in the world. Well, okay, here's, uh, all right, let me just talk. I'm, I'm kind of like, my, my brain is trying to rearrange things to tell it in a logical order. The bathroom situation here is, is strange at best. Um, like, toilets are kind of, either they're from the Stone Age or they're sent here from outer space with super technology. And there doesn't seem to be any in between. Like, first of all, you're not supposed to, in Korea, you're not supposed to flush toilet paper. Wait for it. Uh, so you, and there's also not paper in the stalls. Like, you know how you, like, most places, unless you're in, like, a bad quickie mart bathroom, they, um, most places have, like, uh, toilet paper, you know, in this, in each stall. Well, in Korea, they put a big roll outside the stall. Like, when you walk in, there's a roll, and you, like, take paper from that, you know, which right off the bat is like, huh? Um, point of purchase, man. But... Anyway, so, no. So, so you go in and you do that. Then, either you're looking at something that looks like a urinal laying flat on the ground, which I haven't, I've seen them, but I haven't used, or, you know, I've never seen anyone using those. Or you're, or you're looking at, like, a Western-style toilet with, like, this electronic super seat on it. <laughs> so, like, I... Okay, at my school, there's like, there's really, there's, these toilets have like, it's a bidet seat. But this thing is like, the seat is heated, you know, so when you sit down, it's not cold on your ass. And there's like these buttons, of course they're written in Korean, but there's also like pictures, you know, that shows like a water fountain by your ass, or, or like, or it looks like waves by your ass, that's... So I was reluctant, but I'm like, well, I gotta try this, you know. And so I, I hit. There's one button that I could clearly say it says auto, bang, done, auto. That's me. So I hit auto, and you know, like warm water is is washing you down there, and then like the, the uh, like a hair dryer, like a blower comes on, and and the first time I was like, well, hmm, 
I don't know how to feel about this, but you just, that's what's there, so that's what you use. And now I'm like, I want to, after I go two or three weeks of using it, now I want to like, you know, send them home. <laughs> I want to, I want to find, I want to find an importer so I can have one of these magical machines hooked up in my house. I don't know. It's, they're nice. I don't know. Um, I didn't think I would get used to it, but now I wish I had one at my apartment, but I just have standard. It, 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 my apartment has some, like what you're used to, you know. Just just a regular toilet toilet seat and 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 there's a thing with the toilet paper there so yay for that uh, oh and how I said you're not in Korea you're not supposed to flush um, paper down the toilet there's a um they, there's each toilet has like a basket where you're supposed to put you know paper I know this is kind of a gross subject and yeah that's what I said too. It's not been so bad, uh, smells and all that kind of stuff, but it's winter, so I don't know what the hell it's going to be like come summer. We'll see. It must not be that bad, because, I don't know, it just must not be that bad. But again, it's kind of one of those things where you're like, well, how do you have this super technology on your toilet seats that, you know with all this craziness, but I guess the the, the, the the toilet, the septic system isn't strong enough to hold if everyone flushed paper or something? I don't know. I'm not too sure of the reasoning behind it. Uh, I'm not really comfortable talking about, like, you know, <laughs> bathroom stuff. I, I, again, I, I had to share it, or I wanted to share it, because it's very strange and interesting, but I, I don't know if you can tell from, my, from the way I'm talking, I, I'm not... I'm not. I'm not used to or very accustomed to talking about like that kind of thing. So, uh, toilet humor is not my forte. So, that being said, I'm no. I'm, I guess I'm gonna call it a day. I hope this was an entertaining uh, show for you all. I know we're going to. Well, I, as, as I say every time I give you a solo show, I know we're going to do a call in via Skype soon. Blah 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 blah. Well, we're very lazy. Uh, as dorks generally are, and, um, you know, until we get it working the first time, it'll never happen. So, hopefully, um, I think uh, because um, Promi was in Dork World this week, he, um, we were going to try it, but then, of course, there's no time. He is doing other things. And I heard my alma mater, the Widget Factory, is on crippling super double probation overtime. My heart goes out to you all. I hope those who are listening from there, um, you know, don't let it get to you. Just focus on that nice big fat check at the end of the of the stretch, and you know, you know, it'll be it'll be over at some point. Um, all right, and this is Mouse signing off from Seoul, or again Seoul. What my brain is is broken this morning. Uh, this is Mouse signing off from South Korea. And I look forward to, you know, getting your emails and hearing from you all. Um, check out my blog at kimchiagogo.wordpress.com and email me with your random thoughts or funny pictures or whatever you want to say like you normally do at z-e-n-b-o-n-e at hotmail.com. All right. Talk to you soon.
and uh, no sound effects again, so I'll just add the roar.